Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Kelly S., and I am Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Today is Friday, December 28, 2018. Today, we are reading from the Big Book, and we are on page XXII. We're reading the forward to the third edition. Basically, we're reading the whole page there. So we'll be starting with by March of 1976, reading through four paragraphs, ending with sharing experience, strength, and hope, and commenting on all four paragraphs. So our readers, let's see, 12 Steps, Marion H., 12 Traditions, Janice B., the readers of the text, Lauren N., Barbara E., and Jen A., our newcomer greeter today, Deb W., and our second hour host will be Chris, Chrissy G., so the reference numbers for uh, yesterday, December 27th, Thursday, 2018, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, 12350-12350, and 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 122351, 122351. OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, quote, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers, end quote. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. So I will now ask Marion H. to read the 12 steps. Good morning, Marion. Good morning. This is Marion H. from Boynton Beach, Florida. Thank you for letting me do service. The 12 steps. We admitted we are powerless over food, over alcohol, and life, life, our lives have become unmanageable came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, Humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, thought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive uh, eaters 
and to practice these principles in all our affair, uh, affairs. Thank you for letting me do service, and I pass. Thank you for your service, Marion H. I will now ask Janice B. to read 12 Traditions. Good morning, Janice. Good morning, Kelly. Thank you. My name is Janice B. from Vermont, compulsive overeater. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express, express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. These problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you so much, Janice B., for your service. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we're discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. And I'd like to add, don't, you don't need to ask if you've been heard. If I can't hear you, I'll be sure to let you know. So I appreciate that. Okay, so today we are going to be resuming our study of the big book. Imagine that. We're on page XXII. We're reading the forward to the third edition. We're basically reading that whole page. Um, we're reading starting at by March 1976, reading through four paragraphs ending with sharing experience, strength, and hope. So comments will be on all four paragraphs, and I will ask Ms. Lauren N. to get us started. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning, Kellen. 
Kelly S. Lauren N., Compulsive Overeater, Sugar Addict from New York. The Forward to the Third Edition. By March of 1976, this edition went to the printer. The worldwide membership of Alcoholics Anonymous was conservatively estimated at more than 1 million, with almost 28,000 groups meeting in over 90 countries. Surveys of, of groups in the United States and Canada indicate that AA is reaching out not only to more and more people, but to a wider and wider range. Women now make up more than one-fourth of the membership. Among new, m newer members, the proportion is nearly one-third. 7% of the AAs survived, surveyed were less than 30 years of age, among them many in their teens. The basic principles of AA, of the AA program, it appears, holds, hold good for individuals with many different lifestyles. Just as the program has brought recovery to those of many different nationalities, the 12 steps have, that summarize the program may be called Los Dos Peos, in one country, les dos escataps in another. I totally screwed up those languages, but I'm perfectly human. But they trace exactly the same path of recovery that was blazed by the earliest members of Alcoholics Anonymous. In spite of this great increase in size, the span of this fellowship at its core remains simple and personal. Each day, somewhere in the world, recovery be begins when one alcoholic talks to another alcoholic, sharing experience, strength, and hope. Wow. Thank you so much for this reading. Um, it is so incredibly um, positive when we we are able to talk to one another and to hear what each other says. Um, I think about what Harlan said yesterday with the the statistics that he read off um, that John Kay shared with him. Not that I can quote any of them, but it was so incredible to think about how many people have been recovered or been helped with this program. And it's only one person speaking to another. It's not, it's not these large groups of over millions. It's the one-to-one -one that really makes the connection. When I realize how lucky I am to have heard of this group, the Vision for You meeting every morning, and how much I have gained from listening to this, this group every morning. I'm a different person today because of everything I've learned from this group. Um, all I can say is one-to-one, -one, we're making a huge change in all of these lives on this call. When I think about the fact that 
what, almost two years ago, we purged our database and we're up to 4,000 members again. How incredible this is. And it's all one talking to another. I'm so grateful to be part of this group and so grateful to hear you all on this line every day. The changes in my life are hundredfold, all because of what I've heard here and what I've learned from all of you. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Well, thank you, Lauren, and for your share. Again, we are on page XXII. We read that whole page there, a forward to the third edition. And who would like to share on what was read? Katie Nancy G. from G. Boston. Katie G. Martha. Nancy Katie G. G. Ma I got Katie G. and Martha. Nancy, Nancy, Nancy P. Barbara Lanza L. Barbara. Barbara E. Martha O. I know I missed somebody. Katie G, Martha, Nancy T, Lance L, Barbara E, Vasa O. Is there Yvonne. anybody else in there I missed? Who is that? Yvonne. Yvonne D. H. Yvonne? Yes. Okay, well, let's, let, let's stop there. I've got plenty for this first round. So if you guys will please uh, remute your phone by pressing star one so we can have a nice quiet meeting. Here's the lineup. Katie G, Martha, didn't get your last initial. Nancy T, Lance L, Barbara E, Vasa O, and Yvonne D H. I think it was. So, we'll start with Miss Katie G, followed by Martha. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Kelly. Thank you for your service and for everyone online. Katie G, recovered in Boston. So, at its core, the innermost part, like the the most enduring part of our fellowship, is simple, and it's personal. Now, I'm recovered today, thank you God, from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, but I am, I, I, you know, I'm, simple is like the opposite of what I came in here as. Um, you know, simple is defined as free from vanity and not subdivided. I am not that, you know. I, when I first came in here, a sponsor said to me, Katie, I ask you what time it is and you tell me how to make a clock. Because I thought, like, the more the better, right? I'm, I was the opposite of simple is rough, demanding, difficult, severe, hard. You know, I would read this big, or people would say to me, Katie, lighten up, you know, like, and I'd be like, okay, I need to write a dissertation on lightening up, you know, and, um, and when I relapsed, it was like it must be a 10 and 11 issue. It must be a two issue. It must be a three issue. It's a step one issue, right? Like, because if I am refusing to do any part of this program, it's because KDG has decided she has power choice and control around the food, right? I have power choice and control around the food, so I don't have to do, you know, so, so I don't have to do step 10 and 11. I don't have to understand that there's something bigger than me because I am everything. You know, and that it's personal. You know, it's not, um, it's about my character and my affairs. And it's this beautiful thing that happens from one food addict to another when they call me or I call them and I say, you know, this is, this is who I used to be. You know, I used to be a woman who, 
Um, the best thing that could happen to me every day was the food, my body weight, and an exercise class, or me being the thinnest girl in the room. And I was obsessed. I was obsessed, and I needed that. And the most amazing thing is that I'm not that woman anymore. I'm not that woman. And I love um, the acronym for hope, hang on, pain ends. And I, I'm not a big acronym person, but man, it's true. You know, when, um, and that happens now. As a recovered woman, guess what? I bleed. Guess what? Things happen. Life happens. And I call someone and I say, this is what's going on. And this is my crazy head. And they remind me, Katie, you know, God is in this. God is in this, and um, and I've thought that too, but this is your disease, right? And what are you going to do, Katie? Are you going to let your disease define you today, or are you going to look at the miracles around you and decide that everything that you know, um, there's a lot of noise, <laughs> um, that the problem is not what you don't know, the problem is what you think you know. And um, I'm distracted, so I'm going to clearly supposed to end with that. And I hope you all have a blessed day. Let's do it another day. Thanks. Thank you, Katie, for your share. Everybody, please make sure your phone is muted by pressing star 1. Okay, so Martha, I didn't get the first initial of your last name. Oh, okay. It's, it's actually Marsha, Marsha M. Oh, Mar I'm sorry, Marsha. Marsha M., you're up. Okay, this is Marcia M. from Bloomington, Minnesota. Thanks, Kelly, for your service. Um, when I was younger, I, a little girl, I remember the movie Pollyanna with Haley Mills. And in that movie, she played the glad game, and she was taught by her father to look through the Bible and pick out happy texts. And I always remember that. So I do that a lot in this book. I go through and pick out what I call the hope text. Um, they can be glad text too, but I just circle words that remind me to be hopeful, to hear the hope that's coming through this book. So on the text page that we're looking at today, I circled reaching out, more people, wider range, basic principles, hold good, many different lifestyles, brought recovery, many different nationalities, path to recovery, Remain simple and personal. Recovery begins. One alcoholic talks with another alcoholic, sharing experience, strength, and hope. If I break that down into one big long sentence, it's talking about this program gives hope to many different people, ages, nationalities, everything. And I just find that so uplifting. It opens me up to listen to the text, to work the steps in my life, and remember that hope is eternal. It's not going to leave me, and is, all I have to do is read this book. So my book is full of circled words, and it really helps. I hope that helps somebody else today. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Marsha M. Next up is Nancy T. followed by Lance L. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning, Kelly. Grateful to be on the meeting this morning. I love to hear the familiar voices of my friends and the new voices of newcomers. It's exciting. Nancy T. recovered in Lewiston, Idaho. Um, I love the four words. I'm so glad that we include them um, in the reading of the text of the big book. Um, this for the first thing that strikes me here is the growth again of AA between the second 
printing and the third printing um, or the third, second edition and the third edition that, you know, it's grown from over 150,000 to now over a million members um, from, I can't remember, I think it was 6,000 groups to now over 28,000 groups. So AA is still just blooming, growing. And I believe because it talks about the range, the wide range of people it's reaching. And as we said, um, I think it was yesterday or the day before, it talked about the reason for the growth is because they're seeing the results. People are seeing that the people that work the 12 steps are recovering from this seemingly hopeless disease, which never before has had a solution. So this is one of the main reasons for this amazing growth. But it, um, one thing that was telling in that third paragraph, it talked about it doesn't matter what your lifestyle is. It doesn't matter what nationality you are. It doesn't matter what language you speak. And here's the thing on the last couple lines of that third paragraph, but they trace exactly the same path to recovery that was blazed by the earliest members of Alcoholics Anonymous. And I have to remember that word exactly. They don't change it. They do it exactly as it's spelled out in the book. We, I need to work the steps exactly as it was worked in the very beginning to get the same results that they got in the very beginning. And I, you know, I, this is important to me because I'm a relapse queen. I have had the, my cycle has been, you know, recover, relapse, recover, relapse, recover, relapse. And as it says will happen, each relapse got worse. Um, I'm a miracle that I am back here and recovered today. And the last time I came back, I made up my mind I was going to follow the instructions exactly as it's written in the big book and um, just almost maybe to prove them wrong because I had given up on myself. I had just given up on the fact that I would ever recover. And lo and behold, it worked. And then the next thing in this last paragraph, the last lines, I get goosebumps when I read that um, recovery begins when one alcoholic talks with another alcoholic sharing experience, strength, and hope. It's that simple. I don't have to complicate it. You know, I used to think I had to find somebody who had 50 years of um, clean time, who had lost 5,000 pounds, you know, who had had relapse after relapse and still recovered because I, I, it was my ego. I needed the biggest and the best, and I didn't. This time I was desperate enough and wanted to try, was willing to try, I should say. I don't know that I wanted to try, but I was willing to try because I never had done it exactly as it was written, and I heard over and over and over on this meeting that you need to do it exactly as it's written to get the results. So I thought, well, I can't go out without at least saying I tried it. And I tried it, and it worked. I'm a recovered person today. And I just grabbed onto a sponsor. Time. All I needed, oh, I'm sorry. I'll wrap up. All I needed was somebody who had worked the steps and had a spiritual experience as a result and was willing to teach me how she did it. And that's what I did, and I worked the steps exactly, and now I'm recovered, and I'm so grateful and blessed. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Nancy T. Next up, Lance L. followed by Barbara E. Good morning, Lance. Good morning, Kelly. Uh, my name is Lance. I'm from California, and I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, why does this work? You know, why, why do we keep branching out to wider and wider range of people? Um, you know, there's a common theme, a common thread here, and. Um, it's not that, hey, I drive a certain car or I live in a certain place or I uh, have a certain nationality or speak a certain language. It's not that at all. Um, we're brought together by the twofold illness. And we have mental obsession, physical allergy. We think alcoholically. And our bodies are trapped by this once we start. 
you know, the suffering brings me closer to you guys. And, uh, you know, I, I used to think that, um, you know, I could call myself recovered from day to day and I could stay recovered no matter what. I wake up with this problem every single morning, which means I have to become recovered again every single morning. I can't, I can't go from day to day and, and just think that this is going to work for me. Um, <clears throat> this fellowship is growing because we are reaching people one person after the next, um, tracing the exact same path to recovery. I, uh, I think that the whole program is right here in this book. If I think that the program is somewhere else, if I think that I can add something of my ideas to this program and it's going to work well for someone, I've got another thing coming. I, I can't take the power out of this book and put something that I believe is going to work. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't help. And it, and it doesn't help me to try to put my own thoughts and ideas into this. Each line of this book is designed to save my life. Each line of this book is designed to save somebody else's life. I cannot think that one alcoholic talking to another alcoholic, me sharing about where I've been or what I've done or all those things is going to help. The exact path is right here in this book from cover to cover. Now, we, we have some very intelligent people who know this book very deeply. If you're having a problem with this, reach out to the people who are very knowledgeable on this book. Not knowledgeable about what they've eaten, what kind of treatment they've done, anything like that. This book is where the answer is. It's helped me in the last couple of days. I've been struggling, and I am now back on my on the path to recovery. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Lance L. Next up, Barbara E. Followed by Vasa O. Good morning, Good Barbara. Morning. Good morning, everyone, and thank you to everyone who did service in the month of December. The forward to the third edition came off the press in 1976 and and is at present in 150 countries. Its stories in the back of the book include men, women, young, old-timers, people of different races, religions, cultures, and countries. Recovery is what's found for me in the first 164 pages. And for me, the stories help me identify it in. It's interesting that now 40% of our members are female and how many of our members experience food problems between the ages of 1 and 10. That's certainly my story. I was born with this disease. I didn't get it as a teenager. I was born with it. I still have it. But I don't have to go to the food. I believe Bill W. and Dr. Bob would be as astounded as the Wright brothers to see how far we've come today. On the internet, phone meetings, chat rooms, face-to-face meetings, AA spans the globe. 
the big book has been translated as of 2013 into 68 different languages, I believe. And that book is what caused the tremendous growth in AA. In my opinion, when OA started printing its own literature, some of the basic messages of AA got diluted. I think for me, the importance of the steps in doing service has been downplayed at a number of meetings in my area. My wonderful food sponsor has done the steps as a sponsee way back when sponsees were called babies, which stood for be a better you. But she's never felt the desire to guide another member through the 12 steps. Now, I go to three meetings face-to-face a week. Two are big book meetings, and the numbers are slowly increasing. Wonderful, but they're not filled with newcomers, and that concerns me. Also, I go to what's called a no-nonsense beginner's meeting that focuses on the tools and explains what OA is about and how to get absent. We're given exactly 15 minutes to share on step one, and the rest of the meeting is devoted to the tools. This particular meeting, which used to attract 35 to 40 people each week, many of them newcomers and some long-timers there to give service, who've been abstinent for from four from four to thirty-five years, the meeting has declined dramatically in numbers. Our attendance is down to a mere ten or twelve people, most of them long timers. Now for me I do need the tools. They help me to get and stay abstinent. Time. But, oh, I'm sorry, I'll wrap up. But without the steps, it would have just been another diet and my and my prior history with diets did not end well. Just to quote a, quote a corny phrase from a movie, you all complete me. Thank you, I pass. Thanks, Barbara E. Next up is Vasa O, followed by Yvonne D.H. Good morning, Vasa. Good morning, Kelly. Thank you for your service. And I'm Vasa, grateful, recover, compulsive, overeater. Please time me, um, because I don't have a timer. But anyways, uh, I again, it's amazing how this program has, um, the AA has mushroomed over the years, uh, and OA, and many other programs that have been, uh, they have adapted the 12 steps from the from AA, going from the first forward, first edition to the second to the third. I don't even have the fourth one, because I'm still using my book that I got many, many, many years ago, and it's all marked. I mean, I have other big books. I just love this one. It's just, it, 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 I started with it, and it's hard for me to throw it away. But anyways, um, I was going, I did start with the big book, and I'm so grateful my, to my higher power that, you know, uh, put a person that was, AA and OA following, introduced me to the big book, and this is the big book that she gave me from the beginning, and, uh, and I just love it. And the solution is right here, and I was so grateful to hear the solution because by the time I came to OA, that, that I, I was lost. I, I was leaked. I could not follow any food plan or anything. I gave in into the food instead of surrendering to the program or higher power, I surrendered to the food because there was nothing more I could do. 
But it's, uh, I, rem- I was going to meetings face-to-face, and there weren't as many big book um, meetings in, in those days. And I remember I, f- I did a meeting for three years like this by the big book, and we would write, read each paragraph, write on the par- paragraph, and share. It, was, it took me three years. It was good, you know. But I love when I discovered the vision for you. Um, I think that in many, like, I don't know when it started. It was just beginning. I still have the list of the membership. I bet it's no more than 200 people. And now just listening to the meetings, it's over 350, almost getting to 400 people. It's a, it's a miracle. And how this program has gone all over the world I went to Europe last year in Macedonia, and I was talking to my cousin, and he said, yeah, they have the steps here, but they, he couldn't tell me that much. And I was going to bring it there years ago, but I was not there long enough to be able to do it. When I go, it's only a week or two weeks, the most three weeks. But, you know, again, God will put people and spread it. It's like all over the, all over the world now, it's spreading and each day, just each day, somewhere in the world, recovery begins when an alcoholic talks with another alcoholic, sharing experience, strength, and home. And that's all Time. I I'll wrap it up. I don't need master degrees to do this. So grateful to have it. And thank you for letting me share, and I pass. Thank you, Vasa. Next up is Yvonne D.H., and then we'll open it up for shares again. Good morning, Yvonne. Thank you so much uh, for letting me share. Thank you, everybody, for wonderful shares and me- for the meeting. Wow. Um, what struck me, I'm involved in it. I'm um, compulsive, compulsive overeating in recovery, and I'm calling from Germany. Um, what struck me was uh, recovery starts when one alcoholic talks with another alcoholic. I've been in this program 19 years now, 19 and a half years, AA and OA, and AA, I didn't have, I didn't need, I thought I don't need to, to call anybody, because it just worked, I don't know why, just worked by the grace of God, I didn't have to drink anymore from one second to the other, but with OA, with the food, that didn't work, and it didn't, it hadn't worked so far, (laughs) Always some abstinent, or I would say relapse pauses, relapse breaks. I would call that. Uh, so from the from the brain, from my mind, I know how it works. But I didn't do it with the program. I didn't. I didn't try to do my abstinence with the program. But today, uh, when I heard that, I'm sure I've heard that many, many times, and I didn't listen to it with my heart. When I heard this today. Um, today, a few and a half an hour ago, there came this, this feeling, this very strong feeling where I know, oh, that's what I'm going to do. That's recovery. There the recovery starts. So this means for me, this means to me, it means that I've been, I've been uh, sober from alcohol 19 and a half years, but it didn't work emotionally. I didn't. I didn't change. Of course, I changed. Little things have changed. A lot of things. I'm very grateful for this program. But the core, this uh, wanting to be abstinent to, that didn't work. 
that didn't look so something must have been wrong i would say something i wouldn't have perhaps i didn't give a turn over to the power of god but talking with somebody else i needed the i needed the power the power i needed the i needed the um um the courage because i didn't know how to how to talk to anybody else i didn't know how to share i didn't know what to say and this was what made me not do it but i heard somebody saying today in the meeting somebody said when i share about how i was and how i am now so this gave me the permission to call you and i'm going to call you and perhaps i'm going to do the 12 steps with somebody of you perhaps i'm going to call you and ask you would you help me with the 12 steps because i didn't really i really didn't really do the 12 steps in the past time Thank you so much. This is all I wanted to share. Thank you, Yvonne D.H. Okay, so for those of you just joining us or forgot where we're at, which is usually my case, we are on XXII forward to the third edition. We basically read that page, all four paragraphs, and commenting on all four paragraphs. Who would like to share? Reva P. Reva P. I heard a couple other voices, but Deborah M. Rowena K. What is it, Rowena? Yes. Okay. Who else? This is Brandon. Jen A. No later. Jen A. I heard somebody else. I can't hear the name. I have Reva P. Deborah M. Rowena K. Jen A. I feel like there was somebody else I heard. Could you let me see? Lisa V. From Pennsylvania. Who's from Pennsylvania? Brandy. Brandy? Yes. With a B. Okay. Yes. What is your last initial? Oh, we'll get it later. Okay, let's just press star one. I have a good line up there. Reva P, Deborah M, Rowena K, Jen A, Lisa B, and Brandy. Make sure your phone's uh, muted, star one, and we'll get started with Reva P. Good morning, Reva. Good morning. This is Reva P., grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater in Toronto. The evidence that this program works is described in the the first two paragraphs. If there are people with different life circumstances and totally different situations, but I see that the same steps um, work in their lives, giving the same results. Like, how much more proof do I need? And I find it so powerful that no matter what culture, um, religion, whatever the situation, the same steps apply. Um, and that's like the best research evidence for anything. Um, And the thing that strikes me the most here is, you know, I always wanted to start at the end. I always wanted an outcome, but I never took the simple steps um, to get there. Um, And the core of the program, the foundation, the basic um, part of this is so simple. It's just one-on-one, one person working with another. And I am so grateful for that person who worked one-on-one with me. Um, And what is that person sharing experience with what? 
experience with applying the steps um, and the principles of the program to their situations in their life. And it's amazing to me that I can talk to people today who have totally different life circumstances, going through totally different things, but we're exactly the same in terms of where the disease takes me in my head. And we can both share the same experience of applying the steps um, and living in the recovery of the steps um, to totally different situations. And I just find that so awesome. And what is the strength? The strength is like to see the power um, of this higher um, grace that people are able to do things that they would normally never do. Um, and the thing that also strikes me is it starts with one, one-on-one -on -one with a person. And for me, it started, you know, one minute of abstinence, one hour, one day. And it was like that with the food, and it's the same with the behaviors. You know, one unselfish act with the person in my family, one whatever. And just starting it really at the basics and working my way up. Like, what a concept to keep it that simple. Um, and the way to keep it simple is just follow the instructions and not start adding any more rules and regulations, and it really works. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Reva P. Next up, Deborah M. followed by Rowena K. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning. My name is Deborah M. I'm from Western New York. And what I saw looking at the four words was such a clarity of of a, a description of the book. And for addicts, they're not clear about anything. That what spoke to me was that you know I in my professional career for a while, I was working with addicts, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. And the chaotic, um, the chaos in my life really did not leave much room for memory and writing things down and clarity. And what spoke to me, um, what I did a real good study in the, the big book on the forewords was, my goodness, they had details after details. They kept notes. They they saw how important it was for them to be honest with those of us who are reading the book, and that really spoke to me of recovery. And I saw recovery in the forward right away, and I I paid attention. I thought an alcoholic writing all of this down, keeping track of all of these dates and what was in what part of the book and what was in another and who did what when they did it really spoke to me of a life that's orderly and godly led. And I was just so grateful to these men that they were able, I saw the recovery in the forewords. So really that's all I wanted to um, say, just to thank you so much for those, all of you on the line and those, um, those good old boys who started laying this out in such a godly, orderly direction. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah M. Next up, Rowena K. followed by Jen A. Good morning, Deborah. I mean, Rowena, sorry. Hi, this is Rowena K., um, Recovered Compulsory Arita. Um, I'm really quite scared of saying that we're Recovered Compulsory Arita because I've only been abstinent for two days. Um, so I just wanted to put that out there. But um, the sentence that sticks out for me here is. Um, the 12 steps that summarizes the program 
maybe cordless does um, pesos in one country, they do the tops in another, but they trace exactly the same path to recovery that was blazed by the various members of the Alcoholics Anonymous. And the word blazed uh, just drew my attention straight away because if you look that word up, it means burn fiercely or brightly, burst into flame, shine brightly or powerfully. And so he's used the word the word blaze, and and that's what the earliest members of AA did. They didn't walk the path sort of ambling. They blazed. You know, they burnt fiercely and brightly. And and, um, and I've learned just through, you know, relapsing and coming back that it, what I have to do is blaze. And that means going to any length. Um, it means talking on the meeting. You know, this is me blazing right now. You know, having the courage to actually get over my ego and get on the meeting and share my um, recovery. Um, because... Two days ago, I was in the food and I couldn't stop eating. Um, and I, I, I'd been in relapse for a long time before that, you know. And by relapse, not just in the food, but um, not working the program, so not calling my fellows, not having a sponsor. And so the day I got a sponsor, which was two, on the 27th, um, that that alcoholic spoke to me. Um, she shared her experience, strength and hope with me. And I haven't, I haven't been since then. And you know, I've I've come from a place of complete hopelessness, you know, to to hope, um, in such a short space of time. And you know, because I've been around AA, I mean, sorry, um, OA and AA for uh, nearly ten years, um, I'm not a newcomer in that sense. Um, so I kind of, you know, I know what it feels like to be in the food, and I know what recovery feels like as well. It's just that this time, you know. I have to work the program and, and understand that everything applies to me. You know, like somebody shared previously, I can't just do one of the steps. I have to do all of them. Um, and I'm just really grateful for a vision for you because um, before I found a vision for you, um, I was kind of just bumbling along, not really knowing what recovery was. Um, and so thank you for letting me share. And I hope to be here this time next year. Um, thank you. Bye, Paul. Thank you, Rowena Kay. Next up, Jen A., followed by Lisa B. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Kelly. This is Jen A., recovered in Colorado. Um, so we're reading the forward to the third edition, and I don't know about you, but I'm the kind of girl that um, with books, um, they either are in two places. One, they sit on my nightstand and collect dust in a stack, and they look really pretty. Or um, I'm going to pick up a book and I'm going to skip to the good stuff. And I'm always the girl who wants to go to the end or, like, skim through chapters to see if it's even worth reading. Um, well, I was the girl that left this big book on my nightstand for a long time. And, um, you know, um, when I came in, I skipped all the forewords. And um, I'm reminded of this. So when I go to the movie theaters and I'm sitting in the movie theater, I'm going to see this uh, amazing movie as a kid. It's called Star Wars, right? And in Star Wars, um, you never want to be late. You never want to miss the beginning because they have this thing um, called the opening. And they call it, uh, it's a signature device that all uh, Star Wars movies use. It's the opening crawl, remember? And it starts in a galaxy far, far away, and they play all the, you know, catchy music. And what is it doing for me? It's describing the backstory and the context of what happened before. 
because in the first movie, you have to remember that we didn't know what happened before. So they're setting the scene, right? They're setting the stage. And so for me, um, I have to remember that um, these forwards are setting the stage for what is about to be um, blown wide open in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous to me. And um, I skipped the forwards uh, the first time and, and just dabbled into certain areas of the book and read certain things. And uh, when I got on the lines at a vision for you and you all studied line by line, page by page, I listened and I saw that there was purpose um, because I need to know the backstory. I need to know who the founders were and when this book was published and why and how many people have recovered all over the world. Um, so that's super, super important for me. And um, I just want to welcome all the new people on the line. I'll welcome the new people who are coming to a vision for you to a healthy Overeaters Anonymous meeting. And also, um, you know, just welcome people who are new to Overeaters Anonymous. Um, stick with it. Listen to um, these forwards. Hear this backstory because um, it's super, super important and you don't want to skip it. And um, the next thing is, you know, it's suggesting to me, it's, it's suggesting me right here what I need to do while I'm reading this. And that's that I need to work with another. And I need to listen and I need to talk. And I can just pick up the phone or if somebody calls me and I'm new on this line, um, ask them what it was like, what happened to them and what it's like now. And I'm sure they're going to share their story with you. And when they share their story with you, like someone did with me, you'll go, wow, I'm just like you too. So welcome to Overeaters Anonymous. Welcome home. Thank you, Jen A. Next up, Lisa B. followed by Brandy. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. My name is Lisa B. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Greenville, South Carolina, and thank you for your service. I was thinking of the line, recovery begins when one alcoholic um, talks with another. And, um, you know, I can't always assume that people in the rooms are the compulsive overeater described, the hopeless variety described in this big book. And I also attend AA, and it's my experience in AA, too, that there are many people in the rooms that are not alcoholics, but they stay in the room because it's comfortable, it's nice. You know, they've ended up there somehow. And uh, lately I've been really studying the different um, categories of alcoholics, of compulsive overeaters that's discussed in the chapter to arrives. And I find that I do best working with a category three, category four, and those are people that are really desperate. They're very clear on who and what they are, but sometimes I need to share with them my own experience and how I got clear and who and what I am. The other thing I love to share with alcoholics and I also share with compulsive overeaters is that it's possible to live in the middle of the road solution and function, um, but not be recovered, you know, and just continue to coast. And even though this big book says there is no middle of the road solution for us, um, that we've had deep and effective spiritual experiences, um, it, we can live in the middle of the road solution for many years until suddenly the bottom will fall out. And I just didn't want to live like that in that semi-dead state, you know, um, and that's what I try to share with other alcoholics and other compulsive overeaters, and I try to share with them that abstinence is not the most important thing. It's that relationship with my higher power that I need abstinence to get recovered, and that service is not swimming, you know, um, and don't keep it simple and don't beat up on yourself. You know, those slogans that 
water down the program, that it's really following the precise directions in this book, and that um, I need to do all of the steps and do it entirely abstinent, but abstinence is the key to get in the door. But really, it's that relationship with the higher power, having that psychic change, and, and being free, walking free person and having a message to carry. That's what I try to share when I share with another. So with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa B. Next up is Brandy, and Brandy, I need your initial of your last name. A. Okay, great. Thanks, Brandy. Hi, your turn. I, um, first off, I'm afraid it's not going to work, and i got to get rid of those thoughts. Um, I've been an overeater since I was wee little. Um just, you know, medicating, how do they take the pain away, and um, it's gotten out of hand real, real bad, real bad, um, I'm more than 100 pounds overweight, um, I'm probably about 270 now, maybe 275, um, and I can't live like this no more. And I have a big book. I have a fourth edition. And I have a sponsor. And I don't have a sponsor in Overeaters Anonymous yet. This is my second call. And, um, I just can't stand myself. You know, and the more I feel ashamed, the more I eat. Um, I know one voice on the line already. Pardon me, is that time? No, go ahead. Um, I know one voice on the line already, Yvonne. And uh, I have some numbers, but I want a whole lot more, and I need help. Please help me. Um, Thank you, Brandy. appreciate you being here. Did you have anything you wanted to share on what was read today? I didn't get on at the beginning. I'm sorry. Okay. No, that's great. So if you can stay to the second hour, we will have uh, numbers, and you'll give a ch- have a chance to give your number. So Welcome, and please hang on for the second hour, okay? I can't stay. Could I please have her number? I'm Deborah. Well, we don't give numbers. I'm sorry. We don't give numbers on this part. Wow. I'm sorry. We don't give numbers on this part. Please. Okay. Well, we have time for one more share. Is there anybody else who would like to share for like two minutes? Okay. Well, madam. This is Kelly. Go ahead, Matt. You got... You got one minute, I think. Hey, thank you. This is Madam Compulsive Reader from New Jersey. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Well, I definitely learned something to the followers how much this, um, this fellowship grows and grows and grows, and how one fourth is women. It's amazing how um, every time a new edition comes out, we come in more people come in droves and droves. This big book has really touched a lot of people. A lot of lives touched my life and changed my life for the better. I'm so grateful it exists, and without it, I don't think I would be here. And without AA, I don't think I would be here if it wasn't for the founders. And with that, I pass. Thank you. 
Thank you, Matt, and I appreciate that. And the important thing here is it says, you know, it traces exactly the same path to recovery. So we have to follow this exact same path as it's written in the big book. I tried it for 30 years and other paths. And if I follow it exactly like it's in the big book, I promise the recovery. And with that, um, it is time to close our meeting. Let's see here. Where are we? Thank you to everyone who shared. Uh, please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Friday, December 28th, is 2018. Oh, wait. That's, today is 2018. Our share ID number is 12353. 12353. So, we will now close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Will Barbara E. please read a vision for you? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. My honor. Our book is meant to be suggested only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who's still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you tread the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep